What's up, fuckers? Welcome to the Stop the BS Draft Special. Cue the rock music. You gotta put that in. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. Um, draft special this week. The draft is tomorrow if you're watching this. Um, right now. Well, yeah, no, if they're watching this on Wednesday night, the draft's tomorrow, or it's today. So it's a great week in football. Um, speaking about life lately, bulls suck really bad. Like, yep. It went it's almost way. like I told you, just like you guys had no chance. And you're like, no, we have Levine. We have DeRozan. Here's Look the thing. Me. Look at me. I'm going to stop. What's on three? You got to understand. You got to understand. You got to understand. Listen, listen. Look at me. When your team sucks, no matter what. If you are a diehard fan for a team, no matter what team you're facing, you always got hope. Every time. Except that you're like the fucking Jaguars. You know what I'm saying, though? Of course. I understand. Yeah, no. So that's what I was feeling. I had that you guys hope. Need, you guys need some of this juice. Some of that 2K juice, bro. You, you guys are lacking like, Gatorade. No, some of that Jordan. You're, so you're lacking Gatorade. Some of that Jordan special sauce. You need, you need the juice. Face jam, dude. Also, I was roasting Katie. You know who Bill Murray is? Of course. She didn't know who Bill Murray was. Bruh. I showed her a picture, you know, because you might not know the name. She didn't know who Bill Murray was. That was disappointing. I love Bill Murray. But that's besides the point. Uh, life's been pretty good lately. Grinding out fucking schoolwork these past two weeks, man. Like, insane. And then this weekend is going to be super fun. And just spending the last weekend with the college boys and then heading home, basically. That's great. Last night was depressing, dude. So me and Sam, if you guys don't know, Sammy's my roommate. I had him stream with me last night because, you know, it's like one of our last nights in the dorm. And then we made nachos after. And we talked for like two hours. It was pretty depressing. Wow. Okay. That's a little sad. Yeah. It was like a last hurrah, dude. We were looking out the window. Wow, dude. That Man, you just made this really sad. Yeah, because you know it's sad. We always said that we wanted a room together since like forever. And when we did, yeah. it was pretty cool. But yeah, no, college has been really fun lately. Uh excited for this weekend and then back home to the basement. Lovely. You know you know the legendary basement. Of course I do. I'll be there in almost a month. Hey, that you got you're coming so fucking early this year. I know. I know I am. Well, also There's because nothing our, wrong with that. I mean, no, nothing wrong with it at all. It's just our summers got moved up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and longer too. I know that you like things longer. I do. I do like things really long. I like it to have a long summer and a long winter break. What the hell are you talking about? You're weird, dude. You're oh, weird. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, he's. You just yeah. made that shit. You just made that shit so weird. Okay. Whoa. okay. Starting off, um, draft special. So, Swank so came up with a marvelous idea. We are both going to give our mock draft picks for the first five picks. You go first. No, we gotta we gotta go back and forth. Oh wait! Even though it's not really stop the BS, I still have to say it. Stop the BS is our main segment where you write down one of your hot takes in the NFL. It can be absolutely anything, and after that, the other two people will either say stop the BS or agree with the take and explain why. Lovely. Go for it. Um, all right, so Connor and I are going to go back and forth. We're going to explain why I picked this guy at one, two, three, four, five, etc. 
Um, he's putting back on the shades. If you're listening, he just put back on the, the fuck me boy shades. Oh, we just took him back off. Oh, he just put him back on upside down. All right. I'm going to set the stage real quick. All right. First off, giveaway on my TikTok at um, stop the dot BS. Dude, shut the fuck up. That's such a scam. That is such a scam. <laughs> Look at that smile. That's such hey. a scam. Whoa, whoa. Why are you hating? And that's also not a scam. Okay. Goodell's made some good moves recently. Chill. What are the odds that Goodell doesn't get booed? Why are you calling me out right now, bro? <laughs> Because I saw that. I'm like, you cheeky I'm saying I'm giving away 20 bucks to anybody who likes and comments if Cadell does not get booed when coming out to Nas' first pick. Just possibility. Who knows? Anyways, if you want to be involved in that, go hit, go hit that like button, go comment. Stop the .bs on TikTok. Appreciate all you guys. Secondly, I'm going to give a little prelude to who I, a guy I have in the top five. I made a bet about an hour ago saying that Sauce Gardner would go in the top five picks. It was minus like 140. Dropped 10 bucks on it. Really need Garden to go in the top five. I got him in mind too. Excellent. All right. My number one overall pick. Out comes Goodell. He's 99% going to get <laughs> Out he comes. Out he comes. And who would have thought the Jags had the first overall pick? Pretty sure the whole week would have thought that. Maybe Detroit. Maybe. All right. Jags coming up. He's announcing. Hey, yes. Go ahead. What? Did you know that on PFF for draft needs for your team, the Houston Texans? It's everything. It says every position. Yeah, I know that. And I, besides wide receiver run, one and quarterback this year, they're absolutely right. I just wanted to say that. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's – I expected that, actually. I mean, are the Bears up there with that? Probably, too. Well, it's wide receiver, offensive lineman, cornerback. Right. Okay. Number one, number one pick, right? He's coming out with the very first pick in the 2022 NFL draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select. And this guy has gone up in the past three or four days as a heavy favorite defensive lineman out of Georgia. Trayvon Walker is my who I have going number one overall to the Jaguars. Connor shakes his head. Let me pull this up real quick. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown on Trayvon Walker, okay? I personally do not love Trayvon Walker will he pan out maybe will he be a good good player for them maybe I personally with the number one pick do not like this I think they're going to do it I don't personally love it I feel like there's other options available I get I he was on a great defense at Georgia with a stacked O-line stacked secondary all that I understand it the numbers for me just weren't there I don't Hold on. Give me a second here. I'm pulling up his numbers. I looked at him. Well, wait, so if you're saying, if you're slandering this guy, saying that he's not at them, why is he your number one pick? Because the Jaguars will pick him. I don't personally think they should pick him. I don't personally think that they should pick him, but I think they will pick him. So you think they're going to pick him because the Jags will be the Jags, essentially? I'm not. I, look, I just said, I'm not saying this guy's going to be bad. I just don't think he's worth the number one overall pick. Here, here's, I'll give you his stats from, from last season. Like I just said, loaded defense, lots of talent. I, I understand. No interceptions. Fine. He's a D lineman. Fine. No forced fumbles. Okay. Six sacks tied for 97th in the nation. 19 solo tackles, not even in the top 150 players in the nation. 37 total tackles. That's it. He's just a big boy and he can run. 
So 2019, he had 15 total tackles. 2020, he had 13 total tackles. And in 2021, he had 37 total tackles. In his college career, he has less than 10 sacks. That's all I'm going to say. I get it. Great combine. Good size. Good speed. Great defense. Understood. They're going to pick Walker. I'm not a huge fan of it. That's that's what I got to say. All right. Jacksonville, they select with the number one pick from the worst college in the United States of America, uh-huh. Aiden Hutchinson out of the University of Michigan. Not really much to explain. Also, a disclaimer before I do this, Swank knows I'm not a big college football guy, so bear with me, but I'm trying. Um, I just don't see it. Hutchinson, he's a hell of a player, even though I fucking hate him. And the Jags' number one need is they need some D linemen, even though he's an edge rusher. Basically, it will help on their defense regardless. It will help. Um, Jacksonville just needs anything they can get, and I think that that's a good pick. That's a great analysis, Connor. Thank you for that. My next one's going to be a stunner. Okay. Um, all right. I, I went way more in-depth than you did there. Um, I told you, though, you know I'm not a college football guy. Bro, that doesn't even matter. All I'm asking for is your top five picks. I know a few guys. I know I know a decent amount of people. Um, yeah, people that either went to your school or that you hate. Yeah. All right, my second pick in the 2022 NFL draft, going to the Detroit Lions, I actually have Aiden Hutchinson here at two. Um, right. he, sh- he showed tremendous potential all the way around. I was sold on him being the number one up until that game against um, – who did they play? Georgia – in the semifinal game, um, he didn't really play well, kind of got looked to be slightly undersized, even though he's not. He just really didn't really play that great. Um, tackles are there. So, I mean, he's got all the attributes, you know. Um, yeah. So I like Hutchinson here at two. He's definitely a top three, top four pick, 100%. Played well last year, 14 sacks, starting the nation. Um I'm for it. I think it's a great pick for the uh, for the Lions, and he's that kind of guy who will get the job done no matter what, and that's what Dan Campbell loves to see. So it makes sense yep. to me. Here's the stunner, man. The Detroit Lions have pick number two. I rang up my friend Cody Campbell, son of the Detroit Lions head coach, and I asked him, hey, what's going on? I didn't actually do this. I'm just pretending that I did. Oh, well, I actually believed you because we had him on here like a few months ago. I know. I'm still friends with him. It's just – he wouldn't you're not allowed to tell anybody if he did know. Like he doesn't even know. He said, I have no idea. Like my dad won't tell me. But um Jared Goff is not the guy for the Detroit Lions. It's not long term. It's not. I we both know that. Do not say what I think you're about to say. It's not. The Detroit Lions will draft. With the second overall pick from Liberty University, Malik Willis at pick number two. Detroit wants a quarterback. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I might go on the sports book and throw some bands on it. Uh-uh. I might. No. 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 Detroit isn't a good – Jared Goff isn't their future guy. They want to build towards the future. They get a quarterback at pick number two. Everybody, even blind people know that Jared Goff is not the guy, all right? We all know yeah. that. Well, they get they're their not, new quarterback. 
they're not going to draft Willis with the number two pick. No. They're either no. They're either going to get a guy later. Maybe Pickett falls far enough. Maybe they get Sam Howe later, something like that. But be prepared. Willis at number two. No. Be prepared. If somebody trades up, maybe. But if the Lions are picking at number two, Malik Willis is not the guy. They're going to wait another year. No way they win, what, more than five games this next season, five or six games, right? They'll move up and get Bryce Young or somebody. Uh, Detroit's going to be better. They will be better. I say six around six wins. Be ready. Malik Willis. Okay. All right. Now this is your big moment to shine, Swank. Pick number three, Houston Texans. Swank's team picking at number three. Who do you go with? All right. It comes down. Here's how it started. The month ago, everybody's like, Texans getting Kyle Hamilton at three. Kyle Hamilton getting Hamilton. The past three, two or three weeks, he's fallen off a cliff. I don't know why. He's fallen like crazy, though. He's dropped, He was in the top three, four, five picks. Now he's fallen to around 13, 14, 15, around there, give or take. That news moved on. Then we move on to Sauce Gardner, and we move on to Derek Stingley. And I have heard... Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. All right, now Stingley's the main guy. Now Sauce is the main guy. Now Stingley's the main guy. The past two days, I've heard Stingley, 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 Stingley. The past week or two, I've heard Sauce, 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 Gardner, Gardner, out of Cincinnati, CBS Cincinnati. Who I want to pick and who I think the Texans should pick is who I have them picking at number three. And I have the Texans drafting um, Sauce Gardner, Cincinnati, cornerback, to the Houston Texans at number three. So okay. I placed a bet on them. Him to go in the top five. He did not give up a touchdown in his career at Cincinnati, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, he did not give up any big plays at all last year, unless he did one against Alabama. I'm not quite sure. But normal season, he did not. And they played some decent competition with Notre Dame. Um, great attributes, good size, good speed, got it all. Shoney can execute and perform. I got him at three. Stingley, though, could go to us. I'd be okay with it. Not super happy, but I'd be okay with it. But I'd rather sauce. Okay, now I'm up. Sam Howell at North Carolina. I'm, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, <laughs> I got Derek Staley Jr., cornerback, LSU, going to the Texans. Yeah. I Did think you look that one up? No. You didn't? You just, were just like, okay. Because you guys need every position. I know your defense sucks, so I took what the best corner on the board. Me personally, and then we'll move away from the Texans. But me personally, I want Sauce Gardner over Stingley. Because um, I think Stingley's going to be more around 8, 9, 10, 6, or like around 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, around there. And then at 13, I want us to either draft Kyle Hamilton if he's still there. And if he's not, then go with an O-lineman. That's what I would personally like. So I got a curveball for you at number four, too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to go to number four. Yeah, you go. Oh, you put back on the shades, people. All right. Um, number four, we go to the Jets. Um, a lot of hype around the Jets this offseason. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Can you the Jets hype real quick to me? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Connor just made his background mazy. Keeping it like this. Um, explain the Jets hype to me, please, real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me the four. Say the floor is yours. The four, the four is yours. The four is yours. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 
That's it. <laughs> nice. That's it. I mean, I mean, think it, Debo. Because here's the thing. The Debo trade. Oh, I want to talk about the Debo trade a little bit more. All right. Sorry, this is relevant to the Jets because who even knows if the Jets are going to be picking at four? That's a real question. Because here's the thing, man. Well, we're a day away, so I could see it. this on Thursday. Okay, where it's today. Never mind, never mind. Never mind. The Jets have picked ten. Uh, they they wouldn't trade away four. They wouldn't trade away four for Debo. They trade away ten. So the Debo trade might be a W for the 49ers. If they can make it work with New York or Kansas City, it's a W. Is both teams? Let's be honest, dude. The Chiefs. The Kansas City chefs do not need two first-round picks. They don't. The 49ers, who are starting off with their quarterback going into their sophomore season, who got legitimately, like, no playing time, Trey Lance, his first year. He had a few plays in here and there. That's it. Yeah. They do not have any draft capital whatsoever. They don't got a first-round pick in sight. They don't. So, in my opinion, I could see a draft day trade happen. Let's hear it. The Debo Samuel going to either the Jets or the Chiefs. I don't know all the baggage on the trade. I'm expecting not too much, maybe like a first and a fifth, maybe like a first and a sixth. But a first is guaranteed in there. Has to be guaranteed. Um it's going to be with one of those two teams if it does happen. I mean, the, the odds of him staying in San Francisco is still pretty high. But if a trade does happen, it's either going to be the Jets to the Chiefs. In Debo's sake, I'll be praying to go to the Chiefs, not only because of, like, fucking Patrick Mahomes, but Andy Reid will make him fucking work. Andy Reid will put him in that offense, and it would be beautiful. Okay, I said, I said that he might be better than Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs. But that's so what you're saying is the Jets trade – their 10th pick for Debo. Potentially. Okay. Potentially. But, I mean, the Jets just came up. I'm sorry for going on this ramp. The Jets came up. want to talk about it. I could see New York trading for Debo Samuel tomorrow. Blockbuster trade. Like, literally, either while they're on the clock or, like, hours before the draft. Yeah. I could see yeah. it happening. Talk's been hyping up. Okay. So, Go. that being said – why don't you go and tell me who you got it for to the New York Jets if it stands? Sauce. Okay. Sauce. You with that? I'm with it. I, sauce is to me, if we don't, if we, for some reason, I say for some reason, I don't know shit compared to these pro guys, but if they go with Sauce or they go with Stingley over Sauce, there's no doubt in my mind Sauce either goes to the Giants or to the Jets right after that. He's a top five pick. That's why I made that bet. Uh-huh. You know what I love about the fucking about this draft? So much defense, man. So much fucking defense. Because a lot the NFL, of defense and nobody knows where anybody's going. It's beautiful. A lot of defense because the NFL for fucking years has been going offense, offense, offense. You have to build your offense. You have to. That's it. That's how you win the Super Bowl. You just have to have a good offense. Defenses are going to be back, dude. Those kick-ass defenses are going to be back, and I can't wait. Also, I looked at the mock draft um, from NFL recently. They have three 
Georgia alone, defensive linemen alone going in the first round. Three. Georgia was crazy this year, man. Three Georgia D linemen going in the first round. That's absurd. I believe it. From the same team alone is crazy. Same position. Yeah. Bruh. Crazy, man. Yeah, it's whack. Um, all right. Oh. Sasa four makes total sense to me. Huh. I hope it goes to three, but it doesn't four make sense to me. Okay. My number four. So again, I told you I like Trayvon Walker could be good. I don't like him at one. I love Aiden Hutchinson. I love Sauce. So now we move on to my four. A guy I also don't really like at this high. Again, let me, let me reiterate. I don't like him at this high. But I can see why some people do. Uh, number four to the Jets, I have defensive head Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. He was, you know, for a while there back in January, February, he was in, or in maybe even early March, he was in the lead possibly to be the first overall pick. And I guess he still sort of is. But he reminds me a lot of Jadavion Clowney, and it gives me a lot of flashbacks. The kid's got a lot of great attributes again, like all these guys do um, in these very early picks. Just he reminds me a lot and a lot of Jadavion Clowney, which scares me. I get why he would go to the Jets, because can you even name a Jets D lineman? Besides Quinton Williams, can you name a Jets D lineman? Fuck no. I can't either. They need to ramp up the defense. You got – oh, Okay. <laughs> You have – supposedly you've got your quarterback, quote-unquote. They have the 10th pick, you know, as the stands. Load up the D-line. You basically need to go with a lot of positions for, if you're the Jets. Load up the D-line. I don't know. I don't love it. I get it. I don't love it. They would have four. Thoughts? What are your thoughts? You got any? I'll go with me. I'll go with Noah. Well, let me, let me pull up the stats real quick. Um, All right. And just kind of compare him. But he had a good year last year. He had a really good year. Yeah. Uh, solo tackles only at 35. That's nowhere close. That's not even in the top 150. Sacks, he had seven, not bad. Two forced fumbles. Um, I mean, he's just kind of – he's a guy that can, you know, sort of do it all. One pass deflection. So nothing that super flashes out, but he had 49 total tackles. He's a good player. I think, you know, he'll be good. It'll be like a I, – like I, my comparison for him is to Dave Clowney almost exactly. So, we'll see how it works out. I'm up. I like it. I like where you're going with that. And I think that's a good pickup for the Jets. And now going to the other side of New York. First off, New York is fucking poverty, man. So po- so poverty. Both of them. Both, both New Yorks. The city of New York, you have two NFL franchises, and they're both picking in the fucking top five. That sucks. That's awful. And the Giants, they should be getting a quarterback because Daniel Jones fucking sucks. He is terrible, awful, horrendous, bad, atrocious. Just overall, I fucking hate Daniel Jones. He sucks at football. (laughs) And he's going to be Mitchell Trubisky is better than Daniel Jones, and I stick by that. I'm fine with that. You know I me, mean? I don't back Mitch ever, but I'm fine with that. I saw a poll that said that um, the only player worse than just it was like a it was like a ranking. The only player worse than Justin Fields in the NFC was Sam Darnold, and I wanted to fucking throw my phone through the wall. It was atrocious. They said that Trey Lance was better and he's played ten snaps. Well, I think I think Trey Lance is better than Fields, but 
Whatever. Just keep going. Next up, pick number five, the New York Jets. I mean, Giants. The New York Little Men. They're not called they're – not, they're not allowed to be Giants anymore. They're the Little Men now. They're tiny. Charles Cross, tackle, Mississippi State. Good call. Explanation? That's the only thing that's going to help Daniel Jones is giving him an offensive line. I mean, he still looks like a lost puppy on the football field, and that's not going to help. Nothing will help him. You can give him every receiver in the league. He's a lost puppy. Yeah. But might help um, him out. And you need to build up that O-line. Plus, to keep fucking Saquon safe, man. You need that. Need that. So this is this is a perfect transition. This is going on the talk. Right now. What up, talk? Do the Giants even explore trading Saquon Barkley on draft day? Yes or no? Um, fuck. That's a really hard question. Well, let me give you my opinion then. I'll give you my opinion. Okay. If I'm the New York Giants, I look at my team. I see Daniel Jones, who is not – maybe if you're a Giants fan listening, you can still have optimism. He's not your guy. Okay. You got Saquon, who's been dinked up now two years in a row. No production last year. Hurt the year before. You look at the wide receiver core. There's not much going on there. You look at the tight ends. You traded away Evan Ingram. Honestly, that might help your team. He stinks. Look at the defensive side of the ball. You get a few strong points. Not many, but a few. Okay? Your team is bad. Was it, did you look at their what their draft needs were? Was it almost everything? It was probably not running back. Offensive line, edge rusher, linebacker. Okay, yeah, I guess their secondary is not terrible. But if I'm the New York Giants, I look into a Saquon trade. If I'm – oh, man. If I'm the New York Giants, I look into a Saquon trade. I go, okay, he's approaching – uh, big contracts. Hold on, hold on. He's approaching a big contract. I've like, if, oh my gosh, dude. I'm just sorry. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Okay. Here's my question to you. Let's say you do look to trade Saquon. If you're another GM, what are you giving away for him? Go. Right? I knew you were going to ask that. If I'm the Giants, I am looking to trade Saquon because you got the injury, you've got another bad year. And I think Saquon, if he got behind a good old line, would be like the first year or second year or whatever of Zeke. You know what I'm saying? Almost untouchable. Almost almost unstoppable, right? Give him just any O-line is almost better than the freaking Giants O-line, bro. The poverty is – or that franchise is poverty. Franchise is poverty. If I'm a team looking to get a running back, I'm looking at Saquon, and I – I mean – I think you're going to have to give up. You're going to have to give up a first, and you're going to probably have to give up either a third or a fourth. Where that first is, I don't know. But that's what's going to have to happen. I can see it being explored, though, by teams. I don't know if he's on the, cho- on the, on the trade block, on the chopping block. But, hell, I would, I would trade my 13th overall pick for Saquon Barkley. I would totally do it. And you probably have to throw in a second. But What teams look at him? Oh, man. Honestly, you could look at the Jets and say, maybe. They have Michael Carter. I get it. But 
I would say teams that would probably look at him the most would be teams with two first round picks this year. If he were to be on the trading block, I don't know if he is, but if they're looking and exploring for trades, it's going to be a team with two first round picks because they have to give up one of them. So that's what I would look out for. Oh man. I think, I think Saquon, he wants to get out of there. I think the giants, I don't, they don't really know what to do with them at this point. They're hoping he gets healthy again with that. one, he won't. I don't know. I don't know, but I would look into it. I could see a lot of teams are rebuilding right now. I don't really know who specifically needs a running back. A lot of teams have decent running backs. It's just really like I could see him going to a team that's a contender and they're like almost there. Buffalo. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Buffalo is there. That's my fault. Buffalo is there. They are contenders. They are easily. They're Super Bowl favorites at like every sports book right now. I like that a lot. And with reason, they are. They deserve to be Super Bowl favorites right now. And you don't got to give Saquon 25, 30 plus carries, right? So you have Josh Allen who can run the ball five, 10 times a game, even more. You got Singletary behind him who can take a little workload off. That is a beautiful spot. You give him 15 to 18 touches a game, let him do his thing. I know you saw me munching, man. Doritos? God, he's just boys crying over Doritos. I'm in hot nachos. Nah, I ain't crying, dude. They're hot as hell. All right. Um, you said you said cross at five to the Giants. I'm going to yeah. stick with the O-line here as well. If they're going to keep Saquon and they're going to keep – see if Daniel Jones give him, give him one more year. Got to bolster up the O-line. I have them taking Evan Neal out of Alabama to the Giants. Um, to me, the O-linemen are pretty jumbled up. There's no clear cut, number one. Um, Icky out of uh, NC State is a big one. Cross is a big one, and Neal is a big one. Those are really the top three. You got another that other one out of Northern Iowa who's going to be a freaking animal. I would love him at 13. Miss, yeah. mid, mid, mid. No, no. Bro, that guy is good. You know who Theo Ash is on TikTok? Maybe. If you know, go and watch this video about him. What'd he say? He thinks he's going to be a huge bust. Why? Um, it's a bunch of different fucking reasons. I can't say it off the top of my head, but it was actually a very well put together video using stats and everything. And I kind of am like, okay, because Bears fans were talking about trading up for. Him. I don't. So think I did my research. Up for, but I think he's a guy you take a no, you take a you take a chance. I agree. I agree, but he's I saw him. I'm like, eh. so he he will go in the first round. Yeah, I and, I don't know. I like his name is Trevor Penny. If you don't know him, Northern Iowa, you can go look at his, his highlights and stuff. His intensity is just un, unmatched. But he's also the most penalized player in college football. Okay. That's, but there's something, that's something you can work on, right? He has the size. He's got the, he's got the skills, the penalties you can cut, right? That's not something that you go, oh man, this guy's undraftable. The penalties you can learn, right? This is what the NFL is about. You can cut that. You can't cut some of these other abilities. You know what I'm talking about? Like size and strength and speed and all this stuff. Yeah, he's you know got. The penalties you can you can chill out on. You know what I'm saying? So I like him a lot. He's going to go top 20, I think. And um, I think he's a really good pick. 
Also, there was a big clip that he made an expression on that was um, during the Senior Bowl. Um, and it was yep. threw down a defensive lineman into the quarterback's back leg, and it like could have been a really bad injury. And they're like, people need to watch out for that too. Because sometimes while the aggression is good, sometimes that much aggression is not needed. You see I what agree. I'm saying? Sometimes it's not needed, but I would say in the NFL, 90% of the time, it will benefit you. Okay. I'm with that. Right? He's gonna get he's gonna get you some unnecessary roughnesses, probably, or hands to the face. I get it. If you can fix those a little bit where it's not overwhelming. The dude will give you 110% every freaking down. So, okay. He's that, he's right, that kind I'll of guy. So, if you can cut the penalties, I'm big on him. You ready for real deal? Let's do it. Okay. So, that was our mock drafts, top five picks for each of us. We would do like a shitload of picks, but we ain't got that much time, man. It's like fucking finals week. We busy people. So next up, we're going into real deal where you come up with one question about the league's fans players, basically anything relating to the NFL or any other sports leagues, and we will discuss the answer. I'm going to start off. It's Wednesday night. If you're watching this on Wednesday night or Thursday, you'll know what happened already. But the Bulls play tonight. Um, they're down 3-1 to the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee. No Zach Levine. No outs, Caruso. So, I officially waved the white flag. It's baseball season. What is the best baseball experience that you have ever had, Swink? At a wow, major. Connor. That's that's an incredible question. Um, I have three, and they're all tied. Okay. I went to the Astros uh, World Series game. 2017 when we won it all. Cheaters. Um, That was awesome. We rocked um, you, Darvish, I believe. I think. Wait, am I getting my ears mixed up? No, this is right. We played the Dodgers. Yeah. We rocked you, Darvish. Great game. We won. That was a great game. Good moment. Really good moment. We cheated. I get it. Still a great moment. Next one is when. I was in the Crawford boxes, if you know what that is, at Minimaid Park, left field. We call those the Crawford boxes. It's, it's like maybe 20, 25 rows of seats. Um, it's super cool. It's iconic to Minimaid Park. It's really cool looking. Um, I was sitting in the Crawford boxes, and um, Delino De Shields, outfielder for the Rangers at the time, was warming up in the outfield or whatever. And he saw me. I'd add my Astros gear on. And, you know, he's warming up and, you know, they throw the ball sometimes, like, you know, into the stands after warming up. And I'm like, hey, Delino, Delino, like, throw me the ball. And, my, you know, Jack, obviously, he's like, he's like chirping at him. He's like, hey, Delino, I want the ball. And so he throws it to us and I caught it with my glove. And then Jack got so mad. He's like, I did all the work to get the ball. I did all the work. You got the ball. You got the ball. I'm like, John, calm the hell down. That yeah. was cool because he threw me that pro ball. That was really cool. And then mm-hmm. the next one, you already know my next one, bro. <laughs> oh my god oh that laugh bro oh god <laughs> uh, my next one was summer 2021 no, let me let me let me talk okay i think we already told the story let me give let me give my baseball experiences and then we'll get we'll, we'll discuss that beautiful night starting off the number one for me, well, number one watching, 
pitch in the Rizzo, throws to Bryant and the Cubs win the World Series. That was incredible. That was the coolest sports moment that I will see in my life. And I said for everyone that that will be the most historic sports moment that you will ever see in your lifetime. Maybe. Eight years in the making. Maybe. Top five. Top five in your lifetime, 100%. Okay. Being the Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Um, then what else? What, what else did I say? Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, when we were young, uh, my parents, they were being very nice people, and they decided to take me, Swank, and his brother to the White Sox game. White Sox seats were like $3, so it was like no money to go. And we got good seats, too. We were like 100 level. It was probably like 10 bucks. <laughs> but <laughs> we go. So we start driving. About 20 minutes away, we decided to stop and get some Jersey Mike's. I don't even know if you remember this. I remember this vividly. Bro, we told the story last week or two weeks ago. And we're in the back of my dad's car. And then he goes, my mom goes, did you bring the tickets? And I hear, God damn it. Turns the car around, go all the way back to the house. And then we showed up in the middle of like the second inning. I think that we left early too. We oh, left. shit. It's just... <laughs> I think that we left them. This like, is like the- before like mobile tickets and stuff. So like, yeah. Yeah. I literally think that we left it like the seventh time. We stayed oh, like. I remember we went to play in that play place. What? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, And then the other one that I was going to say, um, we went with your cousin to the Cubs game and Matt Nagy sang the seventh inning stretch and threw out the first pitch. And that was after the 2018 season. He got cheered. And I'm like, if he did that one year later, he'd get booed by the whole stadium. Bro, that's not the one I'm thinking of. How about last summer? Yeah. Now I said that I was going to say. Oh, okay, okay, okay. First, and then we were going to talk about that. Also, big news. So there's a minor league team in Rosemont. What do you think their name is? Like? Rosemont, Illinois. What do you think their name is? I have no idea, bro. Let me show you the coolest team in baseball. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. Ready? This is the coolest team in baseball. The Chicago Dogs. That's dope. Oh, I actually knew that. Isn't that sick? That is sick, actually. Sorry, I'm responding. What? Chicago Dogs. They wear these on Wednesdays. Is that not sick? That is awesome. So I sent them a DM. And I said, um, asking if I could throw the first pitch out of the game this year. Nice. <laughs> I don't think that anybody else would ever send them like, that. You like wieners? Long pause. Oh, he's nodding. Okay, he likes winners. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. Hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. But that's, what that's talking about what? That's the best team in baseball. That's the best team in baseball. Undefeated, but 
Um, me, Swank, his brother, our friend Jim, his little girlfriend, not girlfriend, but girlfriend, Savannah. Oh, my God, dude. I forgot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we decided to have a little uh, fun day in the city. So we start off, we get to the train station, take the train down, and we go to the Bean, Navy Pier. The Bean. We walked fucking everywhere that day, man. And then from Navy Pier, we got an Uber and we went to Wrigley. But before we went to Yaxies, Yaxies is the best restaurant in Wrigleyville. Yaxies so, is yeah, we're going back there before the game. And then we go up into the bleachers about two hours before the game. And Cubs lost 8 nothing that night. Me and Swank had a great time. It was a good time. Not saying. Spent a lot of money. Too much. Way, way too much money. How much do we each spend? Because remember when around we would go- like It was around like 120, 130. When we were going by sodas, we would trade off who was buying each time. Yeah, it was just—it was a lot of money. We drank a lot of Coca-Cola that day. It was wild. I got—I got too hyper. I didn't even recognize the score. <laughs> I then we looked at it down eight nothing. It was horrible, horrible. Like we were losing. We were getting the shit. Who we play? The Phillies. Yeah, it was Phillies. Dog shit kicked out of us. Best game I've ever been to. I love Wrigley Field. Because before when you would go to Wrigley, you never sat in the bleachers. Now you know. And we started a uh, soda snake, like where everybody holds the cups up. It was heard of a a soda snake. Look it up. It's awesome. Yeah. It was the best baseball game of all time. And then, yeah, those are the best baseball experiences. But I have a second question, actually. Who is your MVP, early MVP pick next season, NFL? Wow. That is very early. I know. And I did not think about this because I didn't, oh, I didn't see you write it, really. Um, I got mine locked. Well, now I got to think. Because I've, I've said the same name for, like, the past two years, and it, it hasn't really worked. Josh Allen. Yeah. That's what, you, that's what you've been saying. Right? That's what I've always said. But um, – why don't, why don't you go ahead? Give me 20 seconds here. I called um, one of my friends. He's a time traveler. Um, and he works with the NFL. He finds out what's going to happen next season. And I asked him first. You know, I called him and I go, is Justin Fields going to win MVP? And he goes, no, obviously. Okay. No, it's the NFL. Patrick Mahomes? No. Uh, Josh Allen? No. Oh, I keep think Aaron Rodgers again, and he's like, God no, Aaron Rodgers. Um, he he cries and then he goes and watches Jeopardy at home. And I'm like, cool, that's a great ending. And then on the last phone call, I ask him, "Is it Tom Brady?" And he goes, "Ding ding ding, Brady oh, wins it." That was a lot of anticipation for a simple answer. Well, last dance. It's the last dance. Interesting. He's going to do what Jordan did. It's the last dance. And also Bucks lock it in with the Super Bowl next year. 
Okay. I'm for it. In fact, not even watch the NFL season because I know Tom Brady's going to – just kidding. I would never not do that. But Tom Brady's going to do his thing next year. And the Bucs won the Super Bowl. And you know what's going to happen if he doesn't win the Super Bowl? He's going to come back again. <laughs> He's ending – Tom Brady has to add him with a ring. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, buddy. Man, well, I just looked up if this position has ever produced a MVP in the NFL, and the answer is no. But if there were to be a guy to do it, this would be the guy to do it. I can't say it because nobody's ever won at this position. Um, but I think the name Travis Kelsey should be mentioned. He's not going to win it. I'm not saying he's going to win it. But think about the volume. Here next year, I agree. Think about the volume he's going to be getting now. I get it. They're going to draft a wide receiver probably. Rookie wide receivers, unless you're Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, or like very few guys like that, normally they don't make a huge impact the first year. And Tyree Kill was a big target share kind of guy. Um, so, and they lost, you know, they lost another wide receiver in freaking, um, what's his name? Did Hardman leave? Pretty sure Hardman left. Or one of them left. I don't know. I run Pringle. I thought Hardman left too, bro. Hold on. Pretty sure he did. Uh, no, I'm playing. He's still there. Okay. Yeah. I think they lost Robinson too. I don't know. They lost, I don't know, Hill and whoever. Um, Kelsey should be mentioned up there this year. Huge year for Kelsey. Um, early MVP, I actually have no idea who to say. I'm going to keep it real. I got no freaking idea. I think Travis Kelsey for offensive player of the year is a good idea. Yeah, I could see that. But MVP, I, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Okay. I'm with, the answer you want, but that's the answer I'm giving you. I'm rocking with the Brady Bunch. That's valid. It's totally valid. All right. All right. We're going to move on. Um, probably You're last right. question of the episode. We're not going to do uh, Team Triumph, right? Not this week. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, no Team Triumph this week. We're going to keep it to just about an hour. Yeah, draft episode. All right. We're going to end it with this question. I hope you have an answer prepared. Top sleeper pick of the entire NFL draft and why? Okay. I know who I'm picking. I would hope so. You guys out there? I know who I'm picking. I got it. I got it. I got it. That's not even a – okay. Okay. Georgia. He's going to fall to the second round. Who will? George Pickens. Either him or Scott. Why Pickens? Why Pickens? Georgia wide receiver. Dude's an absolute fucking dog. And I really like him a lot. I like his name. Do you like his name? It's a good name. What's his first name? Yeah. George. George Pickett? Yeah. Versus Cincinnati and the people. He had 130. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. He had 135 yards and seven catches with one touchdown. Five-star recruit out of high school. Player of the year award in Alabama. People are saying – 
PFF saying yeah, it's not pick it, it's pick ins. Yeah, I know. Same thing. They're saying they're saying third round for him. Last year he had 726 yards in college. He had 14.8 yards per catch. And he had eight touchdowns. That's okay. I'm in. I'm locked in on him. You like George Pickens. Yes, here's my big thing, right? The difference between him and Sky Moore, Sky Moore went to Western Michigan. I don't like guys from small schools. Okay, you do realize last year George Pickens played like one game. He had like 700 yards. Oh, yeah, that's right. He got injured. And now he's coming back. I apologize. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> that's why he dropped. That's why he dropped. That is why he dropped. You're right. Because if he didn't get injured, he'd be a first-round pick. If he didn't get injured. I don't know about that. The stats were only climbing up, man. I mean, he You're played only- in the games that mattered. He played in the SEC championship, um, and he played against Michigan, and he played against Alabama. Yep. And big thing with it be is always injury-prone, whatever. People are saying the same shit about Eddie Jackson when he came out of Alabama, went towards ACL. He still got drafted, and he still was a stud. I like Pickens. Okay. Let one injury stray you away from a player. Unless if they, like, break their spine in half or something, then obviously, yeah. Obviously, that's pretty bad. But, no, he tore his ACL. He'll be okay. I like it. Pro comparison, Mike Williams, potential impact player. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's my pick. All right, good pick. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with a running back. This class actually has a lot of good running backs that are maybe not the biggest names, but they are a lot of them are very talented. Brees Hall will be the first one taken out. I would say 100%. Very talented guy. Maybe end, edge of the first round. We'll see. Iowa State can produce fucking running backs, man. They, um, Brees Hall is going to be a really good back in the league. My sleeper pick is ugh, pains me to say. He's from AM, Isaiah Spiller. Running back AM. He's a guy who he's not going to make these extreme jukes. He's not going to hurdle you. He's going to lower the head. He's going to get the yards. Um, he can make the cuts when he needs to, but he, like, he's more of a ground for pound kind of guy. Not too shaky and will just execute the run kind of like how you want him to. Um, and another point I would like to make this so, like, again, in today's game, you see a lot of running backs who can both. Catch out of the backfield, like very dynamic players, like almost a de- like like you can take Debo Samuel for example, who can do running back, wide receiver, speed, jukes, all this stuff. I understand, but for teams that have quarterbacks that can do that already, I think you want a guy who can get you the yardage when you need him to get the yards. Right? You got if you got Josh Allen, you don't need a guy that can be super super shaky. You can have Allen do that or stuff like that. So if you're looking for a guy that'll get you the yards, this is the guy. I project him around late third, mid third to third or fourth round around there. Um, and I think he's going to be a really good pick. I'm going to pull up his stats real quick. Uh, I thought I had him on my bad. Uh, you on this episode and your stats, man. Let me pull up the stats real quick. They're important. Love your stats, man. They're important. His numbers will not jump off the screen, I'll tell you that. But he is – will be a good third or fourth round pick. And he's for a running back. That's where you should target. Um, cause you know, me on my first round, second round running backs, I hate it. I uh, usually hate it unless he's like an absurd talent. 
Um, okay. He had over a thousand yards last year, six tutties. I mean, a thousand yards back to back years, and then just missed a thousand by fifty yards the year before. So, I think he's a great pickup in the late rounds. Yep. No one was the last good running back to come out of Iowa State. Uh, well, this guy's not from Iowa State; he's from AM, but Brees Hall is from Iowa State for sure. Oh, oh I thought you said my fault. Yeah, Dave yeah. Montgomery. He's from Iowa State. I did not know that. He's a cyclone. You know what they said in college? That he was a blend of Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, and a bunch of other players. Oh, my God. They have, like, a graphic. It all bears meme pages. They always post it whenever he scores. I like DeMont. I don't know my fantasy team. It was pretty good. Yeah. Apparently, the Bears might deal him during the draft. That's a rumor going around. You guys are selling ship. Whoa. Yeah, not the first time I have seen this happen in my life, people. <laughs> well, we said Robert Quinn. There were rumors going around yesterday about teams calling us for Robert Quinn, and we said fuck off because he had the second most sacks in the NFL last season. Wow. Told them to go fuck themselves. Um, no. I don't want to trade Monty, though. We already got rid of Tariq. I don't want to trade Monty. Where did he go? Is he anywhere? Uh, free agent. We used to Well, we cut him. Basically, he is. Um, he tore his ACL really bad. He had to get one surgery on it, like usual, like anybody would. But then it still wasn't fixed. He was still limping, had to get another one. And so he was out for two years, essentially. And then in March, they were like, can you go and get a physical, see if you're going to play still in pass physical. So yeah, he's said. done, bro. Yeah. A running back, if you miss more than a year, you're done. Usually. That- yeah, I love Tariq Cohen, man. That sucks. But if you're not like a top five back and you miss more than a year, especially if you miss two years or more, you're gone. Yeah. You know? But I thought this episode was very fun. Um, you helped expand my knowledge a little bit more on the draft, a little bit more than some of these names. I'm very excited to watch them all. Me and my boys, we're going to our favorite place, getting some wings, soda. I'll, watching- be, on a, I'll be on a barge tomorrow. Yeah, we do barges. Why are you looking at me like that? For a formal? Um, no, this is just for fun. I guess it's part of our like formal kind of thing. But you go on, oh. we go on Lake Travis or Lake Austin, and we go on a barge, and um, it's a lot of fun. That's cool. No, I was gonna say for a formal. I'm like, why are you doing a formal on a Thursday? No, it's um, it's just a lot of fun. You take a bus, it's like 30, 45 minutes away. Barge, swim, all that stuff. That's, awesome. That's sweet. All right. You have fun with that. Um, I got a bunch of shit going on all weekend. So all you guys, I hope that everything's going good. We're going to have some fun watching the draft, seeing who the Chicago Bears select. I know everybody's interested in that. Seeing who everybody picks. First round, let's go tomorrow. Night. I'm excited. If you're not already, make sure to follow Stop the BS on TikTok at stop the dot BS and on Instagram at underscore stop the BS. And if you're not following me already at Connor.burns3 on all social media platforms. And to all you lovely, beautiful, sexy people out there, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Have a great night. Bear down. Peace.